Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner, episode number six. I hope you are having a wonderful day out there running your school. Um, Today, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about my communication strategy with my students, um, what I'm currently doing, and uh, also where I think I'm probably uh, lacking a little bit, because um, this podcast is all about not just, uh, you know, telling you what I'm doing, but also uh, being honest and saying, hey, here's where I, I might need to be working on things. And also wanting, uh, I'm wanting to get your opinion on uh, how you're doing things, get uh, some of your insights and learn from each other a little bit. So before we start that, I do want to um, spend a second talking about something I saw on Facebook recently. It has uh, been announced on Facebook in, in lots of areas that uh, the ATA lost a uh, great instructor recently, uh, Master Olford um, passed away. Um, this is a, a gentleman that I didn't know. I have uh, I have seen at World Championships and things like that, but I didn't get any uh, personal interaction with him. But what I was uh, f- um, impressed with and um, inspired by was uh, the news report um, from his local area had some information, um, you know, very short uh, about him. But the comments were absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, they, they talked about what a, a great leader he was um, in his community, um, how he was a fantastic instructor, um, how much they loved him and he will be missed. Um, he was a good community leader. And, you know, it just, it just got me thinking a little bit. Um, I go back and forth a lot, and you, you might have heard this in my other episodes, um, with, you know, how well I'm doing as a, as a martial arts instructor. You know, there's a lot of times a lot put on how many students you have and what your income is and, and things like that. And I, I've talked about that in my school um, struggles, episode number three. And it's encouraging um, and a good reminder to see what an impact we have on people's lives if we're doing our jobs properly as martial arts instructors, whether we're making a ton of money or whether we're um, influencing you know hundreds and hundreds of students. Um, you know it, what matters is the impact we make on each person. And um, you know obviously Master Olford uh, was, was making a huge impact on the people in, that he was involved with. Um, and, and I find that encouraging and, and something that I need to remember that that's, uh, you know, one of the main points behind this whole thing. Um, that we, that we are changing lives, that that's what we're doing. Um, you know, obviously we have to stay on, on, in business to do that. And, uh, it's even better to, it could be better to affect even more lives. Um, but, 
the why of what we're doing in in trying to influence people's lives and and those individuals i think is uh what we need to keep in mind and it was um great to see that he was uh loved by his community so much so uh i I just want to bring that up real fast i think that's a good reminder for all of us as school owners sometimes we get so bogged down with doing the business stuff um, that we certainly need to do and we need to do well and we need to pay attention to Um, but it's also important that we remember you know what people are going to think about us when we when we pass away um you know and and hopefully it's more about what an impact we had on their lives than what a great you know business i ran Um, i would like both of course but um you know making that impact so that's uh my my first thought today let's transition into um talking about uh communication strategies with students uh like i've said before i don't have a, a giant school um you know right now i'm hovering right around 80 weekly active individuals um you know that come every single week um, which is uh, down from obviously what i want but uh even with that many you you know communication is one of those things that you can tell a student one way a thousand times and they won't remember, you know, or talk to their your parents. So let me give you a little rundown of what I'm doing at my school, some of which I feel that I'm doing really well, um, and some of which, you know, I, I need some work on. So first of all, I'm very heavy into email communication. I think this is a great way to pass on information. Um, so every Monday, I send out an email, and I have these pre-written. I, writ the, I write these uh, usually a, a month in advance, so I'll sit down for a day and write um, four weeks' worth of Monday emails and four weeks' worth of Wednesday emails. And my Monday emails are usually upcoming events. They talk about um, you know any seminars, any days that were closed, any tournaments, um, special events that we have going on that goes out on Mondays. Maybe some some sales, some things that we're doing like that. So Mondays, I send out that email. It's scheduled in advance. Like I said, about a month in advance, I write those and schedule them all. Then on Wednesdays, I send out a curriculum email, and this goes right along with what we're working on each week in our classes. So I have a lot of our curriculum broken down into combinations for our forms, um, and that's the major thing that I'm sending out um, each week, letting them know when test our stripe tests are and things like that. I videotape these combos. I instruct them on videotape, and then I um, attach a link to that into the email. Now, I do not make those videos public. I do not like the idea of having them on YouTube. I do not like them. I like the idea of having them on my f- public Facebook page. Um, as a member of the the ATA, um, our curriculum is is copyrighted. It's uh, supposed to be for students and members only. Um, I want that. I, I I don't like the idea of people just getting on YouTube and searching a form and watching that. I don't get to control the quality of what they see. I don't get to control the information. Um, I think it, it cheapens um, our system, uh, our, our song arm style a little bit by just having it available anywhere. That's my own personal opinion. Um, I, I think um, it's better if they're learning it from me. Um, and there's no reason that I can't you know, that any of us school owners can't make video out there of ourselves and post it in a way that keeps it for our students only. Um, and that's what I do. Um, 
you can do unlisted YouTube videos. You can do lots of other things. Um, I have a software package that I use to, to host those and send out the links via um, email. So Wednesdays, I have a curriculum email that goes out every week. At other times, I might send sporadic emails um, that will help uh, students, um, or, you know, give them upcoming events and stuff. Actually, I, ha I have uh, recently instituted two other email series that I have. So I have uh, written a new student series. It's about six emails talking about things like uniforms, stripe testing, you know, the, the things that new students need to know. And those are scheduled to go out on Fridays. When a new student enrolls in our school, I sign them up for that series. And every Friday for uh, a month to, to two months, they get an email about those things to help indoctrinate them into our system. And I also have a Friday email series for leadership students that goes over our leadership curriculum. So just our leadership students get what we're working on each week in their email as well. So for a, a lot of our students, they're getting an email from me on Monday and Wednesday and Friday. I find email is useful. Um, I live by email. Um, it is the absolute best way to contact me and get a hold of me. But... Um, I do also find that in, in my community, there are I, I actually live in an area where there are some people who do not have a home internet. I know that is crazy. Um, and I still have some students whose families do not have smartphones. I know it feels like I'm living in a third world country sometimes. I think that's crazy. But that's the case. So, um, you know, I can go in and look at my email open rates and see that not everybody is getting everything. I would like that to you know increase, and I keep um, telling students to make sure they're checking their emails and stuff. So the uh, adoption rate of students looking at that those continues to go up. Another way I communicate with my students is a private Facebook group. Um, I have a, a Facebook group that is just for my students, and in there I put upcoming events. I put um, you know just random inspirational you know pictures and quotes. I put sales that we're doing, um, you know, when the school's closed, things like that. I, I do a lot of information in there. I don't do much of the curriculum, post most of the curriculum stuff in there, um, but I do do upcoming events and stuff in there, and that's a great place for um, students to, to contact me and, and stuff as well. Um, also, fast things, um, you know, letting a student know what a great job they did or things like that is a, is a great thing for Facebook group as well, some rapport building, some communication, or some conversations can take place in there that are harder to take place when you're you're using email. So that's kind of the, the second mode of communication that I use. Um, last is, well, I should say there's two more, um, both take place at the school, um, and one would be our announcements board at the school, which... <laughs> This is, I assume, is probably the case for most of us uh, who run schools. You can post something on the announcements board. Someone can walk by it 4,000 times, and they'll still say, What? I didn't know we were doing that when the thing happens. Um, I don't know what it is about people that that is how they work, um, that they don't look at these boards, um, but... That's the case. But I still put it up there anyways. Usually our, our big upcoming events, things um, specifically for this week, 
like, um, you know, no class Saturday because of Memorial Day or whatever it might be. I put that on the announcements board. Finally, um, is announcements in class, making sure that we tell students what's going on in the class. Um, it's always, you know, you always got to be telling kids, um, students and, and people what's going on in person as well. And uh, you can tell them. And it seems that, you know, the next day they come in and they're like, I didn't know we were supposed to do that. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, I feel like I communicate over and over and over and over with these things. And yet people don't get them for some reason. And I I don't know why that is. I think if anyone's figured that out, please let me know. I think it's probably just that's the way humans work. And I think there's a percentage of people that will just never really get it. Could be wrong. So um, the, the area I think that I could use the most work on is the area of parent communication, talking directly to parents, inviting parents directly um, to events. Um, that's where I um, lack the most in communicating. Um, I Digital, I'm fantastic. In class, I'm, I'm pretty good. One-on-one um, -on -one with parents, I'm not as good at. Um, you know, it's just something I've always struggled with. I am a natural with kids and adults. I don't have such a natural skill with and it forces me um, to get outside my comfort zone a little bit um, and and that's something that I'm working on and it's also something that I'm doing some staff training around and um, soon uh, in one of our future episodes I'm going to talk to you all about um, how I'm training my staff and I would love your input on what you're doing as well um, so that's my kind of my communication strategy I want to invite you to join the conversation um, on your communications. How are you communicating with your students? What are you finding is most effective? Um, I didn't mention earlier that I also usually print out flyers and things for different events as well um, and hand those out. Um, I would love to know what your um, communication strategy is, what you find most effective, um, how you, you keep your students informed. And we do that um, discussion about these episodes in a private Facebook group that you can come and join. What you need to do is text the word confessions. Text the word confessions, like confessions of a martial arts school owner, to the number 33444. So text the word confessions to 33444 and that will um, send you uh, an email. It'll ask for your email and then send you an email inviting you to our, our private Facebook group where you can uh, give your opinions, tell me um, you know what I'm doing wrong, uh, what you're doing successfully, what you think um, you uh, want to change about yours uh, communication strategy from what you've heard from me um, we just want to kind of continue the conversation and make sure we're learning from each other so that's this week's episode of confessions of a martial arts school owner um, make sure you um, rate and review this podcast on itunes i would really appreciate that and uh, share it with any of your school owner friends if you find it useful until next time make sure you're out there striving for excellence